Hello and welcome to Atari Bytes, the show where we take a bite out of the story within a classic Atari 2600 game and see if that story bites us back. My name is Bill. Her name is... Sophie. And this is episode 66. Thanks for listening, everybody. We have a co-host today. My buddy Sophie is in the studio joining us to play the fantastic... Okay, that's arguable. But it is one of the original Atari games that started it all. Breakout. Who else is in the studio with us, Sophie? Henry. Henry today is serving in the role of Lego correspondent. We take you live now to the construction site. Henry, how's the Lego construction going? It's going good. What are we making today? Um, a stunt plane. A stunt plane? Yeah. Cool. How far along are you? Um. Stand by. I'm on, um, I'm on... Number 17 in the instruction manual. The 17th step? Yeah. And how many steps are there? There's there's 43 steps. Wow, you have a ways to go. Do you think you can handle that, Henry? Yeah. All right. And and it's two and one. So one, so one's a stump plane, and, and I'm making the stump plane. And the other one is, um, is, um... Another plane. I forgot the name of the other plane. That's all right. Um, yeah. You'll keep us updated periodically throughout the show how yeah. as progress uh, continues? Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll let you get back to work. My fingers hit. Well, sometimes construction can be a painful business. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll let you get back to work, and okay. you can uh, check in with us later. Okay. All right, Sophie. Uh, as you know, in the show, we always do a little bit of news first. <laughs> so let me, let me uh, tell the folks some news. Uh, and then we'll get into this week's game. How about that? Good. All right. Do you have any news you want to tell the people? Hi. Well, that's very polite, but it's really not news. Sophie, do you have any news? Uh, no. All right. Fair enough. So why don't we just instead move on to this week's game? What do you think? Yeah. All right. This week's game is, well, you want to tell them what this week's game is? Breakout. This, of course, is an Atari game from 1978. It's one of the original games that Atari put out. I'm going to go ahead and read the instructions to you, but I don't think you really need them. Everybody knows what Breakout is, right? Except Sophie, who didn't know until a few minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Mom doesn't know. Ma- well, you're right. Mom probably doesn't know. But Mom's not on the show today. Maybe she'll listen later, and she'll find out what Breakout is. Yeah. Just for uh, for the sake of the record, I will tell you that you're using the paddles for this one, which you already know, of course. How to play Breakout. Smash, pow, crunch. A brick wall appears at the top of the screen, and your mission is to smash two walls off the playfield, one brick at a time. Use the controller to move the paddles across the bottom of the screen. With the paddle, hit the ball into the wall. Each time the ball hits a brick, the brick disappears, and you score points. I really want to sing some Pink Floyd now. But I won't. (laughs) Oh, you're so young. (laughs) I'm 11. Trust me, the people listening know who Pink Floyd is. Okay. All right. A player or a team receives five balls per game. When you miss a ball with your paddle, the ball disappears from the screen. Press the red controller button, which, to my eye, looks more orange than red. What do you think? Um, I think it looks like an orangish red. It's kind of a General Lee orangish red. You don't know what that is either, but the people listening will know. That's from an old TV show that I used to watch when I was a kid called The Dukes of Hazzard. The car was called the General Lee, and it was that color. What kind of car is that color? It was a Dodge Charger. 
and I think the story was they painted it that color because that was the paint that they had. So they painted it that color. Okie dokie. You had to see the show to understand. When a team or player destroys the first brick wall, a second brick wall automatically appears on the screen, which is kind of like life, really. Continue to hit the bricks of this wall and score more points. The player or team who can destroy two walls scores the maximum maximum 864 points and wins the game. Note, if both opponents, uh, opponents destroy the two walls, the team who used the least number of balls wins. At the end of two team games, the playfield of both teams of players will flash on and off the screen. That way, players can compare scores. Begin a new game and create a new brick wall by pressing the console reset button. The farthest points I've ever gotten is 12. Yeah, well, we just played a little bit so far, haven't we? Each breakout game is identified by a number at the top of the playfield. Basically, you select the number of the game you want to play by pressing the game select switch. And then you press the select switch to program the game for the number of players. For example, when the number 3 appears in the upper right playfield corner, the game is set for a 3-player game. Press the reset button to start, red controller button to serve the ball, and start the game. Using the right controller, one player attempts to destroy the two walls using five balls, or a player can win by scoring the maximum number of points, 864. That's the maximum? That's the maximum. You cannot get more than that. What's Sorry the, to break it to you. What's the minimum? Um, zero. <laughs> what if you got negative two? Yes, you could get negative two points. They could. You could do so bad that... Uh, <laughs> Mr. Atari will crawl out of the TV and take away two points. That's just creepy. <laughs> yes, yes it is. Two-player games. Two, player, uh, two players take turns hitting the wall. Each player receives five balls in a brick wall that appears during a player's turn. One player continues to hit a ball into the wall until he misses the ball. Upon a miss, the opponent's wall appears on the screen. The opponent then takes his turn hitting the ball into the wall. The first player to destroy two walls or score the most points after playing five balls wins the game. You know what? I could read the description for the three and four player games, but basically what it amounts to is you take the paddle, you hit the ball with the paddle, you break the wall. I think we get that part, right? Yep. All right. It's easier than it sounds. And it sounds pretty easy. So there are timed games. Some games rely on speed scores instead of point scores to win. A timer will replace the scoreboard in the upper left corner. Your objective is to destroy the wall in as little time as possible. The timer counts the seconds as you try to break your own record in one-player games. In two, three, and four-player games, your mission is to destroy the wall with five balls in less time than your opponent. And then there are the invisible games. <gasps> it's the same breakout action, except this time it's in the dark. The wall is invisible until you hit a brick with the wall. When this happens, your scope, you score points, and the entire wall lights up. Now they provide us with a breakout glossary and a diagram of all the things you see on the screen. Here, take a look. <laughs> Daddy, they can't see it. No, I held it up to the microphone. It's fine. They can see it. No, they can't. Oh. They can just hear your paper rustling. You like that? Yeah. Oh, okay. There are six rows of bricks in the wall. The color of a brick determines the points you score when you hit it with your ball. Red is seven. Orange is also seven. Yellow is four. Green is four. Aqua is one. And blue is one. There's no aqua. Yeah, I'm looking at it on our screen. There's like a pink. Yeah, it, there isn't really a, a wall that looks aqua to me. Uh, there's blue. And there's like a light green and then a dark green and then like a brownish orange and then yeah. an orange and then a pink. I think the coloring on our screen may be a little off. I think one of those greens is supposed to be more aqua. Oh. Yeah. 
just the color the color's a little off on the screen. I think the light green is supposed to be aqua. Yeah. Not really matters because basically you just gotta move all the way through the wall anyway. Each player uses a standard paddle controller to move the paddle horizontally across the bottom of the playfield. With the paddle, the player hits the ball into the wall. There's a scoreboard, like I said, unless you're doing one of the timed games, and that's a timer. After you select the game you want to play, you indicate the number of players, uh, which could be up to four, of course. Let's see. I thought you said that there could be up to five or five, six. You get five balls. You can have up to four players because oh. we have two paddles here. We could plug in another set of paddles into the other jack, but we don't have another set of paddles. So we actually can't do that. But we could, and then four people could play. Well. I talked about scoring already. In the B position for the difficulty switch, the paddle is three quarters the size of the paddle when the switch is in the A position. When there are two players on one team, one difficulty switch will affect both paddles. To serve the ball, press the red controller button and the ball will appear. To move the paddles across the playfield, turn the controller knob. Turn it clockwise to move the paddle to the right. Turn it counterclockwise to move the paddle to the left. Wait, the left is that way, right? Seriously? <laughs> How old are you? Because, like, it looks... For my audio audience, let, let it be known that my 11-year-old kid did point in the direct, correct direction, but had a less-than-certain tone in her voice when she indicated that it was, in fact, to the left that she was pointing. Well, Kids I, today. These Legos are being stubborn. Oh, we have a Lego update. What was that, Henry? Legos are stubborn. Legos are stubborn. You heard it here first. Legos are stupid. No, Legos are awesome, man. No, Legos are stupid. They hit my finger. I assume you want this taken apart? Yes. Well, I got the whole thing. All right. All right. I want that taken off. You're going to grind the show to a screeching halt. I need to know what I'm doing. Yeah, you go. Sometimes on games, like, sometimes, like, the left will be, like, opposite. So, like, what you think is the right will actually be the left. Because they're facing So I just had to make sure. Let's try. Because they're facing Alright. Yeah, you're right, Henry. It, it looks opposite when you're facing it. Yeah. Yeah. To steer the balls. Some breakout and breakthrough games will feature steerable balls. In these games, you can control the direction of the control knob clockwise to move the ball to the right. Turn it counterclockwise to move the ball to the left. To catch the ball. Some breakout and breakthrough games feature catch. When the ball makes contact with your paddle, press the red controller. Continue to press the button and the ball will remain on the paddle allowing you more time to carefully aim your shots. To release the ball, release the red controller button. There are eight different games. Uh, they vary slightly, of course. Some of the balls are steerable. Some of them you can catch the ball. Uh, some of them the uh, wall is invisible. Some of them are the timed games. Um, mix and match as you choose. And let me tell you, that would make for a wild Friday night. I messed right. up. Uh, we have another Lego update from Henry. What's happening out at the construction site, Henry? I messed up. Can you take these little black thingies off? All right. Coming I through. put them on the wrong side. I'll get the uh, road grader out and take care of this. You want, okay. all, you want all these out? Yes. Can I all tell them how I... to catch the ball? Go for it, dude. To catch the ball, when the ball hits your paddle, you press the orangish red button or whatever dad described it as that car thingy color and then you catch it by pushing the orange button and holding it until you want to let go and then you can aim the ball where you want it to go and then where 
when you have aimed it, then you let go of the button and it'll fly up and hit the wall. But then you gotta catch it again. Alright, so those are the breakout games. There are also breakthrough games. Breakthrough is played the same way as breakout games. The only difference is the ball action. Once the ball hits a brick, the ball continues to penetrate through the wall, hitting more bricks and scoring more points. Breakthrough is plenty of fast ball and paddle action. Game 9. Pow, pow, pow! See? Three exclamation points. You want to say it? Pow, pow, pow! Nah, try Um, again. Pow, pow, pow! Alright. All right. Wow. All right. (laughs) Make a direct hit on a brick and the ball continues traveling through the wall in this basic breakthrough. Game 10 has steerable missiles. Uh, Increase your control over the ball during the fast game of breakthrough. Game 11, slow the action down with catch. And game 12, the breakthrough wall only appears when you hit a brick. That's the invisible one. Oh. Would you like to do a breakthrough game for our field report? Can we do a breakout and a breakthrough? We'll see. Playing tips. The paddle is divided into five sections. Note that the ball bounces off each section at progressively smaller angles after the third, seventh, and eleventh hit. After the twelfth hit, the angle returns to its original size. The ball will speed up after the twelfth consecutive hit or when it hits any brick in the top three rows. Speed bricks. When the ball makes contact with the center section of the paddle, the ball will jump. I don't like these Legos. Breaking Lego update. Henry does not like these Legos. <laughs> What's the problem? I put them on the wrong side. I guess? Yes. Alright. I wasn't paying attention. I want to play a breakthrough game. My well, finger hurts. Hold on, everybody. There you go. Right, back to you. Yeah. Alright, so that is how you play Breakout and its variation, Breakthrough. Hold on one minute for some exciting background on this exciting game. Breakout began its life as an arcade game developed and published by Atari, conceptualized by Nolan Bushnell and Steve Bristow, influenced by the 1972 Atari arcade game Pong, and built by Steve Wozniak, aided by Steve Jobs. There's some major lineage uh, behind this game. None of those names mean anything to you, do they? Okay. The game was ported to multiple platforms and upgraded to video games such as Super Breakout. In addition, Breakout was the basis and inspiration for certain aspects of the Apple II personal computer. Atari produced innovative video games using the Pong hardware as a means of competition against companies making Pong clones. Nolan Bushnell wanted to turn Pong into a single-player game, where the player would use a paddle to maintain a ball that depletes a wall of bricks. He was certain the game would be popular, and he and Bristow partnered to produce a concept. Breakout actually was not the first single-player Pong-derived arcade game. It was preceded by Ramtech's 1974 game Clean Sweep. Not to be confused with the Vectrex Pac-Man clone, Clean Sweep, uh, which is more, which uh, was more or less Breakout. Al Alcorn was assigned as Breakout project manager and began development in 1975. Bushnell assigned Steve Jobs to design a prototype. Jobs was offered 750 bucks, with an award for every transistor logic chip fewer than 50. Jobs promised to complete a prototype within four days. Apparently, there was some disagreement over the development. Breaking update: The Legos do not like Henry. Wozniak has since stated that he only got $350, even though he believed for years that Atari had promised $700 for a design using fewer than 50 chips and 1000 bucks for fewer than 40 stating in 1984, we only got $700 for it. Atari ultimately couldn't use Wozniak's design because it was difficult to manufacture. 
the arcade cabinet, Atari ended up designing their own version for production, which contained a hundred TTL chips. Wozniak found the gameplay to be the same as the original creation and could not find any differences. The arcade cabinet uses a black and white monitor, but the monitor has strips of color cellophane placed over it so that the bricks appear to be in color. There you go. I didn't finish with I, I was just saying there you go. Alright, just so you know, people, the stunt plane construction is still not completed, but is proceeding according to plan, right? Yeah. Alright, good. Breakout influenced Wozniak's design for the Apple II computer. Pilgrim in the Micro World is the name of an autobiography by David Sudno detailing his obsession with Breakout. He describes studying the game's mechanics, visiting the manufacturer in Silicon Valley, and interviewing the programmers. On the 37th anniversary of the game's release, Google released a secret version of Breakout. Users can access it by typing Atari Breakout on the Images search section. After running the search, the results image thumbnails form the Breakout bricks, turn different colors, and a little ball and a paddle appear at the bottom after which the game begins. The paddle is controlled by the mouse, touchpad, or arrow keys and clearing the level starts a new one with a randomly selected image search term. Is it time to play the game? Were you less than excited with my history of Breakout? It wasn't very exciting. Ow, dude. <laughs> See, you're the co-host. You're supposed to sell this. That was super exciting. I knew you thought so. See, uh, there's this thing called sarcasm. <laughs> oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you didn't know. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Atari has continuously updated Breakout for the past 40 years. You can find versions of Breakout on practically every gaming platform from Mac, PC, console, Android, and iOS. Basically, Breakout is everywhere. What about on the Internet? It's everywhere on the Internet, dude. But it's old. <laughs> You think they should just box old things up and put them away? I don't know. I don't know. That's why they have antique shops. <laughs> so you think Breakout belongs in an antique shop? Uh, well, it's an old game, and then people buy it from the antique shop. I'm pretty old. Should I go to an antique shop? No, antique shops aren't for humans. Oh, okay, good. I was worried there for a minute. All right, before we take our break... Let's check in out at the Lego construction site. Henry, how's it going? Good. How far along are you? Yeah. What step are you on? Um, 24. All right, only 82 more steps to go. No. How many did he say there was? 43. 40-something? 40 Ooh, it's exciting. Will he finish before the show's over? Ooh, I don't know. It's a mystery. It's a nail-biter. All right, after the break, we're going to break... Out. Mighty, mighty. Gonna let it all hang out. <laughs> now some music plays right here. <laughs> Not that music. <laughs> well, here we are. We're gonna play some Breakout. Yay! And let you know what we think of it. What about Breakthrough? I thought we were going to play Breakthrough. We will play a Breakthrough uh, game. Sorry. Of uh, Breakout. Let's try. 
Game 11. That's a breakthrough and you can catch the ball. What do you think? Yeah. Alright. Alright. Are you ready? Well, obviously, one thing that the breakthrough version has going for it is that it's a little peppier, right? Well, Makes more noise. Oh, yeah. It's more exciting. What do you think of the colors, Sophie? Like yeah, we've already talked about how on our screen we don't really have an aqua level. smaller. Yep. This is basically the same color scheme we used to see on the Apple II computers, which was the computer that I had available to me when I was your age. And that thing that I read earlier that you weren't paying attention to talked about how uh, breakout influenced how Wozniak developed the Apple II computer, so that's probably not surprising. And that's the end of the game. I won! I won! I are the winner. I are the winner. No, you're not. Ouch. I am, though. I got more points. It's not over yet. Braggy. Bragger? Yeah. It's not bragging if it's true. Can we play again? All right, quickly. One more field report. A bonus field report, if you like. And then can we make the stories? Patience, grasshopper. Grasshopper. I know, another reference you don't get, because I'm old. <laughs> Wait, is it because the grasshopper didn't have patience? <laughs> I'll explain it later. Your paddle got smaller, too. This is hard. Anything worth doing in life is hard. I'm winning. That's the end. 298, 287. No! I won! I won! I'm the winner! Oh yeah! Put your fingers down. Alright. So, what do you think of Breakout? It's cool. It's cool? Yeah. Why is it cool? I don't know. I mean, is it because you can just pick it up and play it? There's not a whole lot of rules you have to learn? Is it a challenge? I don't know. What do you like about it? All right, you just know what you like. Yeah. Well, to me, Breakout is fine. You know, it feels like uh, playing Warlords, only without the Lords part. It's just you sort of smashing boulders into the defeated castle once the Warlords are gone. 
But you know, it's kind of fun. It's sort of like the video game equivalent of playing solitaire, I guess. Maybe pick it up if you're bored or something. What do you think of Breakout, Henry? Uh, where you at with the uh, stunt plane construction? Um, slap 28. Ooh. No, slap 29. Ooh, we're getting close. The uh, excitement is palpable. Alright. What does that mean? <laughs> it means you could cut the tension with a knife. Now you can ask me what that means? Yeah. It means it's really, really exciting. Uh oh. Alright. See, if you're gonna say something, why don't you just like say it as you're gonna say and not make up all these terms? I host a show where people are listening to us and you have to use sort of colorful language and exciting but, terms. And but things. language isn't colorful. Language is often colorful. Like, you can't like make it like green. <laughs> That's not what I mean. <laughs> colorful means like interesting or funny or exciting. That would be cool if you could make language green. I mean, I could host this podcast and just sit here and go, Hi, this is a game. We're playing the game now. Woohoo. It's true. Or I could say things like, The tension is palpable. And then I would ask you what that means. Boy, I don't know. Alright. So, this is the part of the show where we dive deeper into the game. Okay, we know it's a game where you're smashing balls into a wall. But what we really want to know is why are we doing that? What what are these because characters you like in the Because you like smashing balls into a wall. But why though? Because we like it. It's fun. Why? Because But you're breaking the wall. Because what what, what does wall ever do to you? Um, it's a video game. Well I know, but why is this video game wall why does it need to be broken? I don't know. It's part of the game. You just like, well, I think for you, you just like breaking things. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Sophie, why are we breaking this wall? Okay, so the wall is the wall to a house. Okay, it's a pretty colorful wall, dude. It's got like six layers and it's a, rain, it's a rainbow. People like the colors. All right, well, this was it's the early very, eight, late 70s, so. It was a very colorful family. Gotcha. All right. Remember the was part. Okay? Yeah. So, the house became abandoned and because the owners moved to a new house and nobody liked the color of the bricks, so nobody wanted to buy it. Mm-hmm. So then they decided to knock the house down, but they wanted to save the bricks. Why, did, why didn't they just renovate? Because people were complicated. <laughs> Fair enough. People are complicated. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And... So they wanted to save the bricks because there was this family who was looking for something colorful to add to their house and they wanted to make a colorful room because a person, because one of the people in their family was an artist so they wanted to use the bricks for a room that they were going to make so it would be all colorful. So they took it down one by one but some of which is like breakout so you hit the wall with a tiny wrecking ball. and. It knocks down one brick. Or why? Hold on. If you're tearing down a house, why are you using a tiny wrecking ball? Because, because people are complicated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so, but if they wanted to hurry it up because the people were getting antsy. Why? So why were they getting antsy? What people? The people that wanted the colorful room. 
so they're they're taking the bricks out of one house and putting them in a different house to make a colorful room. Yeah. All right. What were they gonna do in their colorful room? Weren't you listening? Uh, apparently not. No. One of the people was an artist, so it was gonna be an artist room. Why didn't that artist just paint the room? Because he's an artist, he does things complicated. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So they get, the artist is getting Nancy. And so they, um, they did what you would do with breakthrough. They knocked down a whole line of bricks. With their tiny wrecking ball. Yeah. All right. And so they got all the bricks down, and then it was basically just a house with walls and no roof, and yeah, and... Wait, I thought they were tearing down the walls. No, like the walls inside. Oh, okay, but the outside walls were still up. So what'd they do with the rest of the house? Uh, they just left it there. Why? <laughs> um, because it was full of antiques, so they decided to make it an antique store. They're using a tiny wrecking ball. Does that mean they're tiny construction workers? Um, no, it's, no, a construction workers wanted it to take for a Why? One, I don't know, because they wanted Because the, so they can make more money? If it took longer, said, "Oh man, this is gonna take uh, six days instead of three. You're gonna have to pay me more." No, they weren't—they weren't tiny construction workers. They were using a tiny wrecking ball because they didn't want to ruin the bricks. Weren't you listening? I'm just covering everything. In some versions of this game, the wall is invisible. Why is that? Because they took a bath in hot fudge. Who? <laughs> no, broke the wall. What? <laughs> The walls. The wall is covered in hot fudge? They covered the walls in hot fudge to become magical hot fudge to become invisible. And then they washed the fudge off after two hours. So they put magic shell on it and on a really cold day. Yeah. And then it hardened. Right. And then as summer came, they took it off and then the wall was invisible. Where did, because it's magic shell? Yeah. All right. But why, why would they want to do that? Why would they want to make the wall invisible? Because it's because they can do what they want. Now, is this the construction workers doing that, or is this the antsy artist making the wall invisible? This is the construction workers. Okay, but if they make the wall invisible, doesn't that make their job harder? because they can't see the wall to hit with their tiny construction, with their tiny welding wrecking ball. Well, the thing is, the construction workers right, tell me the thing. invisible too. Whoa, wait, why? <laughs> because if they're invisible and the house is invisible, the construction workers can see the house because they're both invisible because oh, that's how it works. But if the construction worker was not invisible, they couldn't see the house? Yeah. Unless it was covered in magic shell, gotcha. therefore they could see the house. Why? So is the construction worker covered in magic shell? No. How did, how did they become invisible? They were bathing in hot fudge. They... They were bathing in magical hot fudge. Oh, you know what occurs to me? We should probably tell for people who don't know, because 
people know what hot fudge is, but some people might not know what magic shell is. What is magic shell? It's this like chocolate syrup and you put it on cold stuff like ice cream and then it hardens. This week's episode brought to you by Magic Shell. At the end of the show, Magic Shell will give you our contact information so you can send us a crate of Magic Shell. Do we like Magic Shell? Yeah. yeah it's pretty yummy. Wait, do we ever become invisible? No. Oh, darn it. Uh-huh. Anyway. Uh, you okay. have to get... You have to get the magic shell at a magic shell store, and that's how you come invisible. Okay. So, they do all this. Does the artist ever get his colorful room? Yeah. What does he do with it? I told you! What? He makes it into a art studio. Oh, okay. But what kind of art does he make? Or she? Is it a he or she? It is. Well, first of all, it's not a person. It's a duck. Whoa. (laughs) All right. And second of all, there's actually two artists in the family. Um, The wife and the husband, and they have four children. Wow. Four ducklings? Yeah. Okay. So did they just leave the uh, hot fudge magic shell on the wall, or did they wash it off? They washed it off. Okay. And what, I suppose then they lived happily ever after? Well, Uh-oh. you know how I said... There's a twist coming, I can feel it. The family that used to live in the colorful house... Yes. ...was a colorful family. I forgot to ask about them. What's going on with them? Well, everyone... Get ready, like, people. ...their house, so they decided to move. So now all of their house is gray, but then... They got all old, and they all died. Is this like that book we used to read, Mr. What's-His-Face and His Colorful House? He's young. <laughs> it was like you and Henry read it when you were kids. Mr. What's-His-Face. <laughs> I don't remember the character's name, but it's like Mr. Somebody. <laughs> Mr. Somebody. Paints his house or something. And he, he oh, has, yeah. His is the only house on the street that has all these crazy colors on it, and everyone else is really annoyed. And yeah. they make him paint his house. But he's like, no way, I'm not painting my house. And then it ends up all the... Wait. Spo- spoiler alert. Uh, all the other neighbors paint their houses to look crazy, too. Wait, wait. Okay, so... If... Oh, hold on. Hold on, everybody. <laughs> we have breaking Lego news. We take you live now to the Lego construction site. Henry, what's the word? Um, I'm on step 3536. Out of how many? 43. Ooh, we're getting close. I don't know. We're, we're, we're stalling for time here to try and get to the end of your Lego construction, so keep going, man. Yeah. All right. Anyway, yes. Where was I? Oh, yeah. So the neighbors told him they got mad because he painted his house a bunch of different this colors. This is the book you're talking about, right? Yeah. All right. And then they told him to paint his house. I'm so confuzzled. I don't remember what the book was called, but in the book, I think the deal is he's the only one in the neighborhood who has the crazy colored house, and everyone keeps trying to get him to paint it, and he's like, no, I'm not going to do that because I really like it this way, or maybe he does paint it, but then he's really sad, so all the neighbors paint their houses to look crazy too. I don't remember. Wasn't it at one point like he turned it into a boat? That sounds right for some reason, even though it makes no sense whatsoever. Oh <laughs> Do you remember what that book was, Henry? What? It was 
like Never mind. Mr. Bobbert's crazy colored house. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If anyone out there listening knows what books we're talking about, tweet at me or send me an email or something. Or if you have that book, send us the picture. Alright, uh, after the break, I will tell you how you can, in fact, contact the show. And I will talk really slow so that hopefully we have a final Lego report. After you hear some beeps and boops from Breakout. Beep, beep, boop, boop, Wow, beep, that was beep. eerily similar to what, it sa- <laughs> what Breakout sounds like. That wasn't me. That was the actual Breakout. I don't think they were fooled. I think they were. My thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for Creative Commons' use of his songs Reformat, Pinball Spring, and Take a Chance. Show notes are available at ataribytes.libsyn.com. Uh, there's also links to our Twitter account, um, some other good stuff there. You can email the show at ataribytes2016 at gmail.com. You can like the show on our Facebook page. You can follow the show on Twitter at ataribytes. You can also find Atari Bytes on a multitude of podcatchers, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, um, on and on and on, including, of course, iTunes, where you should leave a review. Because if you don't, my kids will be very unhappy. Right, kids? Yeah! You better leave a review. And I'm being poked. What? What does that mean? I'm being told that Lego construction is continuing. They run into a minor snag that should be taken care of momentarily. It's taken care of. You're welcome, America. You can also support the show financially, if you're so inclined, on our Patreon page, or by picking up Atari Bytes merchandise, uh, shirts, mugs, uh, other cool stuff at Zazzle.com. Zazzle. Can you get a mug with your face on it? <laughs> Zazzle can make that for you, but that's not one of the things in the Atari Bytes store. No, no. like your face. Yeah, well, you your put, face. People, if they go to the Atari Bytes store... AB underscore pod underscore store. They are not going to find a mug with my face on it. If they would like to ask Zazzle to make them a mug with their own face on it, they can do that. Because Zazzle would do that for you. Because they are an awesome company. This week's episode sponsored by Zazzle.com. That's not actually true. I'm making that up. I thought you said that it was sponsored by Magic. Well, I made that up too. I'm so confused. Daddy likes making stuff up. I do. That's why I have a podcast. If you have time, check out my other show. It's a podcast, Charlie Brown. New episodes of that one drop on the 15th of every month. And it will provide you with everything you've ever wanted to know about Charlie Brown, Snoopy, Woodstock, all that good stuff. I have Woodstock socks. Try to say that five times fast. Woodstock socks. Woodstock socks. Woodstock socks. Woodstock socks. Woodstock socks. you got to say it faster. Woodstock socks. Woodstock socks, woodstock socks, woodstock socks, woodstock socks, woodstock socks. Yeah, you kind of mangled that, Henry. No, I didn't! Finish your airplane, man. The <laughs> listeners are dying to hear that this airplane is finished. Wait. You what? don't make an airplane at a construction site. Where do you make it? At an airplane. Construction site. There's special airplanes construction sites? I don't know, a hangar or something. What's that? You don't make... Hangers aren't those things that you, like, hang your clothes on. That's a different kind of hanger. Yeah. 
How many kind of hangers are there? I don't know. Many different kinds. Seven. That's a lot of hangers. Are you done yet? No, we're sitting here stalling for time while Henry finishes his airplane. Here, listen to my Jeopardy song. Do, 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 do. Do 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 You're gonna hear that a lot, guys. That's the only part I know. Do 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 Hold on. So if we have breaking news, it appears our eye in the sky over the construction zone for the stunt plane is indicating to us that he is at the sticker application stage which suggests to me that construction may be nearly complete. Am I right, Henry? Because the sticker application station is such a believable station. Station. Stage. Stage? And he's at that point in the construction. Whatever. Do we have it, Henry? Almost. I'm on step 35. I'm on to the wheels. All right, it's getting exciting now. Almost done. Uh, Audience, feel free to use this opportunity to take a restroom break before the massive plane completion celebration begins. Um, we have one of our hopefully last Lego updates. Henry, what's the situation? I'm on step 41. Ooh, we're getting close now, folks. Out of 40 Alright, well, proceed uh, to complete the plane so that we can inform the viewers or listeners, as it were. Okay. Oh, it looks like he's applying the landing gear. This looks good, folks. I think we're getting close. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm being told that out at the airfield, construction is nearly complete. We are about ready to take you live for what we expect to be a big announcement. Sophie, what's happening out at the construction site? They're putting on... The last wheel. Oh, this is getting exciting, folks. Stay tuned for more. Breaking news, putting on the last tail feather thing. Tail feather? Yeah. How about wing? But it's like a little wing. Stand by, ladies and gentlemen. We expect construction to be completed imminently. The last piece going on. Ladies and gentlemen, I've just gotten word that construction on the stunt plane may be complete. We take you one last time out to the construction site. Henry, what's the good word? Do we have a stunt plane? Yay! How do you feel, Henry? Good. All right, tell you what, folks, I will post a picture of the plane when this episode comes out. Find it on Twitter, you'll find it on Facebook. Maybe I'll put it on the Libsyn site uh, so you can see the finished product. It is a beauty. Well, I think that's our show. Sophie, do you have any last words? Bye. There you go. There's a last word. It wasn't a last word if you keep saying stuff. (laughs) Fair enough, smart guy. I'm not a guy. Smart person? I'm not a person. You're not a person? (laughs) No. I'm a duck. Quack, quack. Next time on Atari Bytes. We're going to do something a little different, I think, next episode, guys. We're going to talk to Chad Bowers and Chris Sims. Who are they? They are the writers of the new Sword Quest comic that's coming out in May. Uh, Some of you probably know, most of you probably know, uh, Sword Quest was a series of 
Atari games, an unfinished series of Atari games back in the day that had a corresponding series of comic books. And now Atari has not put out a new game, but they have teamed up with Dynamite Entertainment to resurrect the comic series. And these guys are writing it. So we're going to have a chat with them, probably talk about the game a little bit, talk about the new comic that's coming out, and it should be interesting. So check that out next week. And until next time, go play some old games. They've missed you.